Eric Estep here. One of my favorite parts of being a NASCAR fan is collecting diecasts. It's how I got my start on YouTube, actually. To me, a room is not complete until it features shelves of NASCAR diecast cars. It's as good a time as ever to continue your collection or begin an all-new one by pre-ordering your favorite driver's 2022 next-gen diecast at LionelRacing.com or at any authorized Lionel retailer. Lionel is the official diecast of NASCAR, and don't miss Lionel Racing's NASCAR Authentics diecasts at a Walmart or Target near you. Not only is Lionel the official diecast of NASCAR, but they're also official supporters of the Out of the Groove Podcast Network. So what are you waiting for? Head to LionelRacing.com to order your favorite driver's 2022 diecast. Alright, we're recording now. Ready? Alright. All right, everybody, welcome back. Episode 7, Real Men of Genius. Uh, we're in the off-season now. I got my buddy Pockets filling in for Matt today. Uh, happy to have him here. He is double fisting, so it should be a good episode. I should have got a beer, but whatever, I'll, I can wait. Uh, but yeah, got Pockets in the house. Uh, pretty excited to get started. I haven't really thought this episode through at all, but usually uh, when I don't think about it at all, that's when they go the best, so... I guess, uh, how was Phoenix for you guys? Uh, it was good. We had a uh, new driver named uh, Dean Thompson. He's from, I guess he lives in Texas now, Dallas. Um, and it was his first time in a truck, so he did pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Surprised yeah. everybody. I, I was watching. It, uh, it looked pretty good out there. Uh, I was on the 44, so. Yeah, you switched over this week, huh? You're normally on the 40, on the 44. Yep. But yeah, uh, I I we I struggled at Phoenix honestly, uh, but you're gonna have those weeks, and uh, we made it in the show, which was obviously objective number one with where we were in the points. Uh, it's always a struggle, always very stressful going out there when you got to qualify in. Uh, I mean, it's a lot of money, especially driving all the way out to Phoenix. So it's a yeah. big risk. So uh, y'all's all y'all's trucks got in the 44 was out on points too, and y'all got y'all's in there. So that's yeah, good. We got a, I think we qualified tenth or something, or. 11th or something. Really? Yeah. I, just, I didn't know if I that good. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty good, yeah. That's pretty sporty. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, so you were down at KB earlier, is that correct? Yeah, just for a couple beers, you know? Yeah, you got to hit the KB. I was down there last night. Uh, my buddy Sawyer, who was on a few episodes ago, he moved back to Louisiana, so we kind of had a going-away party. I don't think I've ever played any, or I've played some of the games at KB, but I'm pretty sure we played all of them last night. We had a pretty, pretty solid night. Pretty much dead. It was just us and kind of our friends, which is kind of how I prefer going to a bar anyway. Uh, what was your favorite game there? Honestly, uh, Stefan Parsons was there. He got us to play shuffleboard, which is actually pretty fun. I've never played that one. Uh, shuffleboard gets pretty wild. It's hard. It's really hard. The the board be getting uh, inconsistent. It's almost kind of like dirt track racing. You got to yeah. find the you got to find the okay. good sand. You got to find where it's dry yeah. and. Where it's fluffed up. Yeah, you got to ride the cushion sometimes on the edge there. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, it's pretty they fun. They got some pretty nice cornhole. Yeah, we played cornhole. We had to run a little cornhole. They also they upgraded the ping pong table. I don't know if you've noticed that. It used to be a mini one. Now it's full size. Full size. Huh? I got into a heated game of ping pong. Uh, oh. I, made a, I threw a couple dives. 
Uh, none of them worked out. I just ended up on the ground, and I still lost the game. So, But I'm very competitive, so I wasn't going to go down without a fight. Old Sawyer got the best of me. But he's got the wingspan. He's, like, way taller than me and right. way easier. And I'm short and not that good at ping pong to begin with. So, but, yeah, what, what you got any plans for the off season? What do you, what you got? Uh, going back to Texas for Thanksgiving, see some family, you know. Yeah. Probably Christmas, too. Go see uh, Al, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm, whenever I go back to Texas, I'll probably go see Al. Uh, you know, tell him thanks for letting me drive his truck a few times this year. Yep, and happy Marines Day out there. Yeah, happy Marines Day. Uh, thanks for your service. Uh, we got to meet some Marines that he served with. Really? In Phoenix. That's pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Listening to some of their stories was, we think we're crazy, you know. Them, them guys are wild. No, yeah, it really, especially back <clears throat> in the day, dude. Like, Oh, yeah. The, it's It always, everything was crazier back in the day, but I, I really believe that it was in that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm going back for Thanksgiving too. Hopefully, I can make it out to Colorado around Christmas time. I normally like doing that. Pockets, you you big mountain sports kind of guy or no? I know you're from or you lived in Colorado. I lived in Colorado. Never. I mean, I skied, but it wasn't worth the traffic or the uh, you know, the yeah, wait to get up to the mountain. Yeah, I, I guess I get that. Yeah, it it kind of like I really like snowboarding, but like especially when I go out here. Uh, it's two hours away. For, it's really like an hour and a half if I really haul the mail. Uh, it's a lot closer to here than it was to Charlotte. You know, so. in the in the summertime, it's about an hour and forty five minutes. When winter time up there in Colorado, it's about three hours, four hours to get right. there. You know, and then you ski for maybe four, and then you try to beat the traffic back. Yeah, yeah. What what? Where do you live in Colorado? Arvada. It was about twenty minutes outside of Denver. Okay. Okay. That's cool. Denver and Boulder. Okay. Yeah, whenever I go to Colorado, I normally go to Durango, which is pretty fun. Uh, it's a, it's yeah, it's it's like a long drive. I mean, we drive every year from Texas, and it's like a solid 16, 15 hours uh, getting up there, but it's usually worth it. Durango's cool. Cause it's like a small town. Uh, it's small, but it's like the resort's big enough to be really fun, but it's small enough that it's not like super overpacked, like going to like Vail or something like that, yeah. which is like the lines there get ridiculous. I've seen pictures and like I don't know why anybody would want to go do that, especially when they got to spend like a hundred and fifty bucks for a lift ticket. Right. Like I just don't, I don't get that at all. And I can, I can go to App and spend like forty bucks and have fun all day on a little bitty mountain. But you know, whatever. It's I mean, the I whole. I regret or regret not getting into uh, snowboarding, but it was just the time and I guess you know. Yeah. Just trying to get up there to do it. Yeah. No, it's it's definitely. It's like it's a commitment to go. Like it's like when I go out here, it takes forever. But I don't know. I like doing it. I'll even go out there by myself sometimes. But which is kind of boring, and you feel awkward when like you're you're just there by yourself, especially if you're just doing terrain park all day. Yeah. But whatever. I think I want to try the snow sleds out this year. Like like a snowmobile. Oh yeah. You got to. Yeah, this a sled. You gotta get on the sled or the skis. Uh yeah, dude it. Those things are fun. We have some older ones, some old Arctic cats, like a 2001 Powder Special, I think, is the ones we have up there uh, in Colorado. They're they pretty fun. It. but uh, They get so, around pretty good? They're pretty fast, honestly. I'm not going to lie. They're pretty quick. They're just really heavy, and they're old, so like you got to use a half a can of ether to get them running. <laughs> uh, 
But once you get them running, they cigarette spark. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's crazy. Like it, they'll just be like you get them. I mean, it's a two stroke, so it smokes already. But they're old, dude. So like it is, they just bellow smoke out of them when you get them going. It's pretty funny. But uh, like I said, a lot of fun. I really enjoy doing it. I haven't really got to go in a while, but I've been watching a bunch of like snowmobile videos on YouTube, and I really, really want to go. I want to try out some of the uh, the newer ones just because they're so much lighter and they're like turbocharged and everything like that. So. Also, I don't know if I can ride as good as the people I watch on YouTube, but I'm definitely going to try. Yeah, I got some buddies from, like, high school, and they they have some snowmobiles, and they put some money into those things. I mean, I guess that's uh, their kind of race car, you know? And they, yeah, no, definitely. I mean, it's like people having dirt bikes or four-wheelers out here, yeah. spend a bunch of money on them. And I feel like with that stuff, you it can get really expensive because the motors are pretty decent-sized, and the exhaust is pretty, yeah. like, intricate on them with the two-stroke pipe so but yeah i've been i'm definitely trying to get up on a sled this year i want to go like take them out and then go snowboarding like go where the resort isn't with the snowmobiles and ride them up and then snowboard down i feel like that'd be a lot yeah. of fun it'd be, uh, it'd be a wild adventure yeah for sure I, I, I don't know i always think about that like places i could go like west virginia is probably the closest place out here you could probably actually go rip some sleds but rip them Rip the sleds. The old two-smoker. Mixing gas and slapping ass. That's right. So. But, yeah. Really don't uh, have too many plans, though. Like I said, I'm going to go home for Christmas and Thanksgiving. But other than that, I'll just be working. You can go back to the old stomping grounds? The college? I don't know. I'm, I don't know, dude. It sucks. So go back to the square. I know. Well, alumni weekend was last weekend, and I was so bummed because it was so close to where I could go because it was the last weekend of the yeah. race season. <clears throat> but all my friends were down there. All my old fraternity brothers were down there. Uh, looked like a super good time, but just it couldn't make it are out. They, are they still allowed on campus? Yeah, yeah, they're still out there. I mean, they don't go to the campus. They go to the square. I mean, they go to the square. They hit. They go to the chimneys. Yeah. Jimmy's, they had a alumni tailgate, so I guess they were kind of on campus. Dr. Pepper shootout, huh? Yeah, a little DP shootout action. <laughs> those things were rough. I could never get into those, but dude, yeah. girls would just chug those things down. Yeah. I don't know how they do it. I couldn't do it. I was always there for the Dos Equis. Yeah, that. The dollar the Dose. Dollar Dose on Tuesdays, baby. And then Jimmy's always had pretty good margaritas, too. Mm. Mate, I really am bummed Have I didn't get to go to back. order a Dos Equis around here? Mm-mm. They look like you're wild. Really? Yeah, they just... Do they not have them out here? They don't. Not loggers, no. They got the ambers. Like the gold bottle? No, like they... Uh, it's a dark... It's a dark beer. Yeah, like the brown bottle, not the green one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, why would, that's so weird. Why would they have, like, the, the alternative and not the not the original? Right. Not the OG. Even at, like, the Mexican restaurants around here, they don't even have the... No, it's weird. It's, it's so weird how like beer selections when you go to different places is different. I mean, it's not as heavy as a other beer would be, or like a dark, a regular dark beer would be. But it just it's not like it a gangling. Like it doesn't hit home. Yeah, no, it, it it's not the same. Yeah, they just they don't know what's up around here. It's like they don't have Lone Star out here. Shiner Bock. I mean, they got Shiner. They have Shiner, but if it, do they have all the variations out here? Nah, nah. Yeah, you can get like all like there's like. 17 different shiners you can get but that'd be a cool sponsor for i know shiner i know it'd be really cool actually i'm gonna hit them up yeah see if i can make it happen 
we're we're in the middle of marketing season right now. I'm trying to find new partners for the racing and stuff next year, so I have to add them to the list. That's, I feel like Shiner should have been back on the race cars back in the day, like Bud and yeah, yeah. I guess it's weird that. how like there used to be a lot more, uh, I guess, beer sponsors in the game, and I feel like all there is now, I mean, it's just Bush, right? Yeah. And there's no Budweiser. No Budweiser. No. Or well, I guess Miller. Miller's still in the two car. Or the uh, what's on Cole Custer's car? It's yeah. Well, that's Dixie Vodka. But I didn't even know they allowed. Like there was a time I feel like they quit allowing liquor sponsors. But I, I guess they like they lifted that. Or yeah, yeah. It's like they banned tobacco sponsors. You're not allowed to do that, which is kind of crazy because that's really what funded the whole sport for yeah. ever. Winston with, with Winston, yeah, like that was that was huge, and then they stopped doing that. You could say that you know it might be some of the popularity, but I still think NASCAR is pretty popular. I don't know. A lot of people like to downplay it. That's like people's favorite thing to do on Twitter is just to talk as much shit as they can on NASCAR. Yeah, and that it just really grinds my gears because they just want to play contrarian and talk, <laughs> and it's so like it's like oh yeah, Phoenix was a good race, but you know back in two thousand five it was it was a little better. It's like probably wasn't. It was probably worse, honestly. Yeah. Like the I feel like all four championship races were pretty good. Like all four, yeah. I mean, the truck was pretty boring. The truck race was pretty I, I don't think so. Time. I mean there was like twenty to go and I guess now Ben Rhodes like ran him back down yeah. and got him he like he started shifting. He just found extra speed yeah. with like twenty or thirty to go and was able to run him down past him. Oh no, that Xfinity race at the end, that thing That was crazy. That was, super, super, super pumped for Daniel to win yeah, that. Uh yeah. I talked to him at uh, Martinsville the week before. Really? I thought I thought for sure he was gonna win Martin. I was pulling for him to win that one. I was one. walking out of the tunnel. I said, Hey, good luck. Yeah. He said, Hey, thanks, man. <laughs> now, I've known Daniel for a while, so I was really happy to see him. We we had our struggles and uh I was kind of just riding it out at the end in the back there and I was pulling for him. Like I was like I was damn near yelling in the car for him. I was I was pumped. But uh yeah, that was a good one. And then the cup one, dude, the, like with like 40 to go, they had that restart and then trucks kind of hung with them. And he never really, like Larson never really like drove away, drove away. And right. uh, it was, I don't know, I thought that was exciting. And I feel like it, it kind of exchanged hands so many times, kind of kept you on your toes. I feel like uh, Larson needs to run the snowball derby just to yeah, he should it mean, all off. If I were him, he could probably run whatever race he wants to right now in the best equipment. And I'm sure he like I me, mean, he has... A He's wife won and kids. So race this year, hasn't he? Like the big race, like yeah. Like honestly, I was thinking about this the other day. I wonder how many races he's actually Somebody won. Somebody posted it on Facebook the other day. Like overall divisions, how many he's won from just this year, though? Yeah. And it's like, imagine if he like. I mean, a lot of these guys jump in Xfinity cars and trucks. Like he'd probably. Yeah. I mean, he'd be like Kyle Busch when he gets in the truck. Uh. But yeah, if I like I said, he could probably do whatever he wants, but we're he does a, have a family, so he probably wants to chill some too. We're putting a truck together today at the shop, and you know, we're finding an old stuff to put it together. It's a show truck, mm-hmm. and I found an old Larson back glass. I was like, man, oh yeah, that's right. He ran he ran y'all's truck this year. That's this crazy. Y'all had a Cup champion run y'all's truck this year. I was like, man, I bet this thing could sell pretty. It would probably go quick because it was his only truck race. I mean, granted, it didn't go great. Y'all ended up getting yeah. caught up in a wreck, which sucked because he was coming from the back, too. Right. He was digging. Uh, it's crazy that I, I, most of the dirt guys got caught up in wrecks of that at that race. Yeah. 
both the trucks and the cup, which is crazy. No Xfinity on dirt this year. Still pretty bummed on that. Going to Portland instead, which will be cool. Portland, Oregon. I'm going to go to that uh, Burnside Skate Park under the bridge. You ever seen that? No. It's like a massive skate park. All all do-it-yourself DIY, which is kind of cool. I'm probably not going to skate. I'll probably hurt myself. I'd like to. I'll probably get ran out of there because I'm not a I'm not a Portland loke. Uh, They'll figure it out. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I've been kind of wanting to get back into it lately, but there's no cool places to go skateboard around here, and I don't have anybody to go skateboard with. Dude, the Mooresville skate park. The Mooresville skate park is literally ass. Like it's so bad. I went there one time when I was like 13, I think, and I rode like a. I had I brought my BMX bike up here when I was racing Legends cars, and I was staying out here, and. uh I went and drove or rode around over there with my buddy Alex Pacheco. He was pretty big in the BMX at the time. And uh, it just, you know, it's just one of those metal ramp parks. It kind of sucks. I was Googling parks around here, and they're supposed to update that one. I saw, like, a really recent, like, October 2021, how it was, like, going to the city council or whatever for them to build, like, a really nice one. Hopefully that happens. Well, they should build a really nice one. It's right next to the police station. Yeah, so exactly. So pretty you can, safe. I yeah, thinking. you can keep... Keep an eye on people and yeah, it's yeah. I mean, it's right there by downtown too. So there's a lot of people to live around there. Right, but I don't know. You, you ever go through a skate phase when you're growing up? No, no, not ever. Absolutely not. Damn, I go through one about every four years. <laughs> four years is getting close, huh? It's yeah. It's gets wrapping back around. I got my uh, my balance beam. I remember working on the late models, and you'd be out skateboarding out in the driveway and your dad would be yelling at you. Yeah, he would. Let's get in here and work on this car. I Hold would on, work dad, too. one more kickflip. I, I, I'd work on the car some, but sometimes if I just want a little break, clear my mind, I want to think about the bump stops I'm going to run. I might want to go outside and do a couple kickflips and uh, think about it. You're trying to dunk on the old basketball hoop out there. Yeah, right? yeah. That thing's still out there, I think. Yeah. Still out there. It's decrepit now. So it was bad then, and that was like six years ago, which is crazy to think about. Yeah, it was. It was uh, too long ago. Like, mm-mm-mm. the good old days back when me and Pockets were running the the late models. The old nineteen. I had the. We uh we had one of the oldest cars at the racetrack probably, but that thing worked so good. The 1996 Grand American race car, people Augie are, Grill. People are still trying to figure out how to beat you, probably, there. At, like, at Central still, Texas, we were pretty dialed in. We were pretty damn good there. I'm not going to lie. I don't mean to brag, but so, it was it was sporty. So we're building a truck for Al Nice. Like a... Just a... like Basically like a show truck. Okay. We've had it, and uh, he's like, yeah, I would like one. Yeah. Yeah, all right. I mean, we're not putting, like, an Elmore motor in it. Yeah, I'd probably put, like, a crate motor in it. Uh, we're, I think we're just... I don't even know what we're putting in it, to be honest. Yeah. But he's going to take it down to... Uh, down in Texas, and he's going to go hot dog around uh, yeah. Cotton Bowl. <laughs> that, that'll, be, that'll be cool, honestly. And I kind of want to go down there for that. Yeah, I kind of want to see. I want to see some videos. <laughs> Y'all should uh, put a put wild. a second seat in there, and Al could be giving rides to his clients or clients, whatever, yeah. or his other employees. That'd be cool. Right. Yeah. Or honestly, you could like have some like whoever one of your drivers have Carson come drive it. Remember and, like the modified that had the the big boy door. Yeah, 
Are y'all putting one of those on a truck? I I requested it today. I mean, I'm not saying Al's a big boy, but it'd be just easier for him to get yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, because honestly, trucks are kind of hard to get into. Yeah. That door top's really, yeah. really high up. So you really got to swing that leg to get in there. So, but Al's got it, I'm sure. Al's got with it, or, yeah. with or without the door. That's right. Uh, That'd be cool, though. You just pump out a bunch of those trucks and just start selling them like uh, Hendrick does the track attack cars. Yeah. Just take all your old trucks. I mean, that's... I don't know what people are going to... Like, the cup teams, I was talking to uh, somebody today about how there's just going to be so many parts. Are y'all trying to, like, get any parts or anything from cup teams right now, or... Um, you know? We've talked about it, but... Yeah. I mean... Look, there's so many suspension pieces out suspension's there. Suspension's going to be big, and then... I mean, yeah, I guess suspension. You know, like... Even, like, the small bolt stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah, I mean... They like, ran one race. And yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy... Those cars are going to take, the new next-gen cars are going to take nothing that, uh, I mean, what all the other three series, I mean, ARCA even takes. like. So are they going to run that? I've, I've heard everybody's only got one car right now. I, I don't know the ins and outs of it, really. Uh, I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure they're building more. I mean, they have this whole off-season, and I feel like all the parts are the same, and they kind of just, they're pretty plug-and-play. Uh, I mean, those cup teams, I feel like, can whip out a car like one a week if they want to and i think that you can only have like eight of them max oh, really? yeah so they'll they'll be fine well i thought it was like uh, one company that was doing them I, I don't know i i don't know i have no idea how it works i wish i wish i kind of knew more but at the same time i kind of don't i kind of uh, just rather stick with it around right now yeah just, you don't know what to believe and- yeah and it's yeah especially with that stuff because I feel like some of it, it is all kind of unknown. A lot of it's unknown, and they, they're kind of just going with it and seeing where it goes, which we'll see. They're supposed to have another test, I think, tomorrow at the Roval. The Roval? Mm-hmm. They were supposed to do the Oval, but they were having issues with steering boxes. Uh, oh, yeah, I heard they were going through those like crazy. Yeah, well, somebody, so I talked to one of the guys from one of the teams, and he said that they, they took theirs apart and, like, policy inside of it and put it back together. And the people that didn't do that, they were, like, getting hot and, like, locking up. So, I guess they're all going through redoing that, doing that, and uh, seeing how it goes. I mean, I imagine they want to get that fixed before they try to test on the oval. Yeah. So, they don't have steering lockup going in turn three and just knock the damn wall down. <laughs> wow. That would suck. That's going to I think that car might hurt somebody. That's, I mean, that if the rumors are true, but I don't know. It's all rumors. You don't know. Yeah. Like, no one really knows. I've heard, oh, it's the safest thing in the world, and I've heard, oh, it's not. But uh, we'll, we will see, I guess, come next year. Yeah. I don't care if, if it's dangerous it. or not, if someone was going to offer me a car. At, uh, Daytona? I believe so. That's, well, I heard it was only. I've heard both ways. A couple races, and then. Yeah. I, I don't know. We'll see, I guess. Uh. We will see. I feel like no one, like, that's really not talked about on social, so might be dropping a bomb there, but whatever. Uh, people are going to figure it out regardless anyway. Whether it's true or not, I don't know. So Anybody can say anything. Some of the rumors that get started on, like, Reddit and stuff are insane. I feel like some people just go on there that are in the industry and know things. Just go on there and just say other things to make, right. <laughs> just to start rumors and just see what people start saying. It's pretty funny. It's like the whole keyboard warriors that think they know yeah, everything. Yeah. It's like uh when SMI bought Dover 
the Dover Entertainment or whatever it is. So they have Nashville and uh, Dover Motor Motor Speedway, whatever it is. Uh, they're like, oh, Dover, Dover is gone. They're never, they're not gonna race there anymore. And it's like, well, you don't, you don't know that. You're just trying to say something negative because you're on social media and you think people will agree with you, and your post will do really good. And I hate that because people just do post that. Yeah, they, just, they just post with the popular opinion, which right now the popular opinion is to talk shit on NASCAR, so they just post bad things. I think that's on any social media that you just talk about anybody or yeah, whatever. It, it doesn't matter. Yeah. NASCAR or yeah, I guess like no one, racing, you know? there's very, yeah, <laughs> no one's on there talking about how good a job someone's doing unless it's obvious. Like everybody's talking. I mean, it's warranted. Like Kyle Larson is pretty dominant right now. Like in the cup series, there hasn't been dominance like this in years, years. Like I think one of, like I looked it up. Jeff, one of Jeff Gordon's old championships, he won like 10 races and then the only other ones, like Richard Petty, won like 14 one year. But they were also racing a lot more back then. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's all crazy. It's it's honestly crazy that he's won that much. Just like, And Hendrick, just as a whole. Like, I think they've won. What, so, Larson won 10. Uh, Bowman won 4. Chase won 2. And Byron won 1. So, I mean, that's 17 of 36 races. And if you count the all-star, Larson's won 11. That's crazy. It's insane <laughs> to win. I mean, for one team to damn near win half the races. Where do you think they hang all those banners? I don't know. I mean, their shop's pretty large. Their shop's pretty big, so I feel like they can hang all them All the up. shops? Yeah, I mean. Out of all wins all the time? Especially I mean, it's just like Gibbs. Like, you ever seen, like, videos inside a Gibbs shop? Yeah. Because they have, they have Xfinity cars and... Uh, Cup cars, so and they hang all the banners in there. I mean, that's there's they're all over the damn place in there, which do is they, probably pretty nice. Do they hang the arc cars or the arc. Yeah, I'm sure they hang the arc banners too. Joe Gibbs had a pretty good weekend too, though. Yeah, they did. I mean, the only one that didn't that wasn't a Toyota winner was uh, the Cup. Yeah. I mean, even the Arca deal, which was crazy. Did you see all the stuff about that? Uh-uh. Okay, so apparently Ty Gibbs won the race, and Jesse Love was the, uh, about to get lapped, but the other guy, so the six car and the nine car teammates, the 16 and the nine car were racing for the championship. The 16 needed to pass one more car in order to win the championship. And they came to the line like this with Ty Gibbs directly behind them. So they were the six, the 16, and then Ty Gibbs crossed the line and they threw the checkered for Ty Gibbs. And I guess the kid driving the six car thought. Uh, he won. Thought, no, didn't think he won, but just thought the race was over. Like, he just saw the checker flag and lifted. And then the 16 passed him. And then it cost the six cars teammate the championship. That one spot. So, he won the championship, uh, which is pretty cool. One of the uh, one of the sponsors that was on my car at uh, Phoenix, uh, Redwood Grill, was there. They're pretty tight with uh, Jesse Love. So, they were all pretty pumped on that. They got to celebrate with them, which was cool. Uh, those guys, they're really fun to hang out with. I know they had a really good weekend. Uh, huge thank you to those guys for coming out. But, uh, yeah, it was crazy. I mean, honestly, like I said, all four championship races were pretty wild. Yeah. They all had some kind of twist to them. I mean, it's crazy that that one of the last five lug pit stops 
It is it is the last five look pit stop for a cup car is really what won Larson the race because right. it was mostly track position. Once he got out front with that, uh, he kind of just walked them because he wasn't that good in the beginning. But I think he, his car got better as the sun went down. I kind of noticed because I was there ripping tear offs as usual and I was watching. Who, and whose car were you on? I was on Cody car Cody Ware's car again. Uh, which I don't know, wasn't that? Well, I didn't pull that many, honestly. I kind of just hung out and I watched the race. I pulled like three, handed one water bottle. I did a, uh, we do. I I've never left Phoenix so fast uh, in the van, which we talked about this one time on a podcast about trying to get out of the racetrack. So Hillman, our crew chief, I pulled the tear off with sixty to go, and he threw me the van keys. Like, all right, he's not going to need another one, and if he does, I'll just have one of the Jack man pull a tear off or something. Uh, Go get the van because we parked where the truck garage was inside the racetrack. And if you park in there, you can't turn left out of the racetrack. They make you turn right. So he threw me the keys. I went and changed real quick. Went and got the van, drove it outside of the dirt parking lot. And waited out there for them. Yeah, and got them. And we were like one of the first people, like some of the first people to the plane, which was nice because everybody else was just stuck in traffic. Got all the good seats. I got the only... I don't know how this happened. We are like the first people there. But I got the only two-seater with an open seat next to me on the whole plane. Really? I played strategy pretty big on that one. I would like, I kept moving back and forth between the seats while people were getting on. <laughs> I don't know if it was confusing them or not. And then I'd like keep my bag in the seat. And then at one point I just started sitting in like just dead in the middle of both seats. Yeah. And people like didn't know what I was doing. So I just kept walking by. I got the layout. That was nice. That long Did Phoenix stop, flight. Stop in Oklahoma. Amarillo. Amarillo. Y'all fly Victory or Champion? Uh, we flew commercial. Oh, why well, flew commercial out there? Dude, that flight is long. That yeah. y'all just go straight out there direct. Yeah, that flight is long, dude. Like, even yeah, I, I can't even sleep the whole time. There's no way. Uh, we we slept. Unless you get up, yeah. unless you get on there like really early, I might be. Yeah, we had to. a five a.m. flight. Oh yeah, that's that's easy. Yeah, that's easy. Did y'all have a five a.m. after like leaving? Leaving, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. So definitely. So y'all like probably didn't sleep that much at all before y'all got there. No, we stayed at the airport. So yeah, y'all didn't y'all didn't sleep at all. No. A little airport bar action or no? Yeah, the bars were closed by the time we got there. Damn. Did a little drinking before, but yeah, before. yeah. That sucks, and you can't even you can't even BYOB in the airport because of TSA. You can, but we weren't prepared. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you got to. You, you can gotta, bring airplane bottles, but you can't. Yeah, full case of beer, which some of us, most of us like. You know. Yeah, yeah. Dude, honestly, the airplane bottles they get to me. We did that that one when we flew to Vegas the last time. I don't know drinking on a plane. I just get like motion sickness or something. It it like freaks me out. <laughs> We uh, not to mention like the little bitty cups they give you. I always end up making my drink way too strong. Way too strong. Yeah, like way, it. way, way too much. And then if you just right. put it in like a like a sprite bottle, like I I remember I did. I got the little crown apple bottles. And I tried to mix it in there. I, it was like warm after thirty minutes. And I'm like, this is just terrible. <laughs> this is god awful. And, and yeah, it was no good. I was like asking for water from the flight attendant because. I was not happy with my drink. Shoot, I remember uh, my first Phoenix trip. Mm-hmm. We uh, we flew Victory or Champion. I don't remember which one. 
but uh, we were coming home, and I was kind of joking with the pilot before we flew out. Mm-hmm. Coming home, and I was like, hey, can I sit up here with you guys? And they're like, well, yeah, come on. I was like, well, shoot, all right. I flew all the way home with. In the, the cockpit? In the cockpit, man. Put put a headset on me and everything. Really? <laughs> it was so fun. Like, it was pretty cool. Yeah, I was, I've never I've never seen, like, out the windshield of a plane when I'm flying. I mean, like, I it was. I'm pretty sure it was victory. Because another kid, he, when we flew into Canada that year, he sat up there, too. And I was, I was like, man, that's a good idea. That's cool. That's like try a, that out. Like a bucket list item? Yeah, for sure. Like a one and done deal, you know? Yeah. How many people can say they've. Especially in a long ass flight to Phoenix, yeah. too, dude. Like, I remember I kind of, I don't know if I had a cold or anything. This was like obviously pre COVID deal. But yeah, so a little more lenient on lenient, the sickness. Yeah, no, no mask, no nothing. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, man, I know I'm not going to be able to sleep on this flight. So I was like, hey, can I? You guys got room for one more up there? <laughs> I don't know how. The victory planes are pretty small, too. Like, was there a third seat? It's right in the dead middle, like. When they open the door. Oh, okay. There's a seat right there. And it was pretty cool. I mean, they let me sit there when we landed and everything. And I was like, I was like grabbing. For <laughs> holding on. I was like, I thought I was going to fall out the front window, you know? I bet, I bet that feels weird. It's crazy. Yeah, cause I'm, I've they never were, looked out the windshield. They were just pointing out all like the cities. Like, Does it look way different looking oh, out the yeah. windshield? Oh yeah. Can you I like mean, see can you like see stuff or is it just like the sky? I mean you can see all like the city lights and everything and they're yeah. and they know where like on their iPad it shows you where you're flying over, you know. Yeah. It says true. that city, that city, that city. That's pretty cool. I feel like Vic- Victory and Champion I feel like have gotten a little more strict on their rules. Probably now after Well I mean not even before I feel like like I remember my first few champion or victory flights like people just bring cases of beer on the plane and like they just didn't really care i think they i think well, that, i think trash kind of became a problem so they had to stop a couple teams i know we got they got in a wreck at uh i guess it was gateway oh really mm-hmm. oh damn i won't say any team names but yeah they got in a wreck and yeah was coming get, out of the track up uh, i don't know it was after the race. I don't know if they were oh drunk prior to that or yeah, you know, I guess after I mean, loading up and everything and coming to the plane. So yeah, I, I guess and they yeah. got they asked back to the other van. I mean, they, they were on the same team, but still, they just oh straight up. Well, at least it was <laughs> at least it was all all in all in the one place. It wasn't some poor civilians, but I don't know. I still I love I love flying on those planes. It, yeah. Feels cool. It is pretty cool. I've gotten to the point now where I know them well enough. They don't even check my ID anymore, or at least right. the, the one flight attendant for champions. She doesn't. She just, hey, <laughs> you're on the list. Go ahead. Right. And sometimes they have good ass food to get on there too. Sometimes it sucks. Sometimes it's like some sandwich with some dry ass bread. Dry ass bread. But like sometimes it's really good. Like whenever we go to Texas and Kansas, it's usually like some pretty decent barbecue. Yeah. I Our wish. Days. Hard A's is when you go I don't like hard eight. But it's decent. It's good for on the plane. It's better yeah, than yeah, getting yeah. a pack of peanuts. Right. Uh, but, like, I wish when we, like, so I didn't fly champion or anything to Coda, but they should get some, like, Mexican food next year. 
Chewies or something? Go get some Mad Cell Rancho boxes Mad and, bring, Rancho. and bring them out there. They might have to... There's only one toilet on the plane, though, so that might be kind of an issue, but... Yeah, for sure. It's only from Texas to Charlotte, so people will make it. The bathroom at the airport, when you get back, might be backed up, but... They'd make it back, I think. That's wild. Not or even when we go to, like, you know, I guess y'all don't, y'all don't go to California, or y'all... Or y'all, y'all going to Sonoma this year, but like going to like LA for Fontana or Fontana, whatever, LA Fontana, whatever, same within an hour of each other. They probably got some pretty good Mexican food down there too. And they should try to do oh, that yeah. there. I'm excited to go back there. They have the, uh, there's a big screen at the end of the front straightaway that tells you like, it's like a radar gun. So it says your miles per hour. Oh, really? Yeah. And like, sometimes I practice, I'll catch myself like looking at it. All right, this is going to be a good lap. 193? All right, that's a pretty decent lap. <laughs> and you wonder why you're slower. The yeah, yeah, it's, it's like it goes back to when I was screen. goes back to when I was seven years old and I was looking at the Micron on my go-kart steering wheel, steering wheel to see if I made a fast lap or not. Huh. But my dad used to have to put tape over it. Like, he'd take duct tape and just tape over the Micron because <laughs> every single time, Hill Country Kart Club, New Braunfels, like, this, the start-finish line and the timing loop was, like, probably up. 100 feet from turn one, and he said he could see me. Every time I'd pass it, I'd go, and they just totally missed turn one. <laughs> so you'd have to tape over it, and then once he wanted to look at the lap times, he just had to pull the duct tape back off and then put it back down. I feel like a Hill Country Kart Club would be a good, like, GoPro place. It would, honestly, and they've they've expanded it. They did? Mm-hmm. It, like, goes way, or well, you probably didn't see it before it was expanded, but it, uh, it goes way back down. It goes down the hill now. I didn't used to go down there. Like when I raced there, there was trees oh, right there. I raced a cart there. When did you race? A, are you like like a like no. a rental type cart? No. Remember uh, Chris Baker and all them? Yeah. He used to have a cart. We you like raced Jason it? Marshall, yeah. It was wild. You raced it or you practiced it? Raced it. <laughs> when was that? I don't know. Like, Was this before I knew you? No. How the hell did you go race and I didn't go? I don't know. I mean, you were probably there's there's no I there's no there's way. no way I knew you yet. Yeah, you did. Or either that or I had just met you. No way. For sure. Nah. Why wouldn't you? I I didn't think you would want to go. Hell yes, I would have wanted to go. I think you were like college days, like I would have gone Christie there. Christie days. Oh, well, maybe so then. Maybe then, yeah. Maybe. I, I would have drove from Corpus to come up there and watch that. Screw it. I, dro- I, dro- I used to drive back and forth from Corpus. I went to A&M Corpus my first semester of college. Did not like it. I hated it, actually. And I would drive back and forth. It was five hours from my parents' house to there. And five I just, hours? And I would just hang out with my friends from like home or to work on the race car all weekend to get ready for whatever weekend we go race. That five hour trip, dude. I could be, I'd be moving down I thirty seven though. Like I'd be running like ninety miles an hour. I used to have a really big truck, and that thing would just be rolling, rolling in the deep. Yeah, and but yeah, there was no, there was never any police ever out on I thirty seven. You could just dig. That's funny. What uh, are you gonna go to the snowball derby this year? I don't know. I I don't know. I'm contemplating. I don't know. If I could drive like a really good car, I'd want to go, but. I don't want to go down there and run seventh. Like I've I've had someone ask me about a modified, and like I said, I just don't. I don't want to go down there and run mediocre. And he has pretty good stuff, but 
without me knowing what's in it and like actually getting to set it up. And I really want to build a modified at some point. Like once I have a shop, I want to build, build, be able to build a shop out here. I want to build one. I think I could build a sweet one. Right. Like I have a bunch of ideas because the cool thing about the modifieds too is like the body rules are pretty lenient down there. There's like a handful of rules you got to follow, but I've definitely thought of some things that uh, no one down there is doing because everybody it's short track racing is like monkey see monkey do. So you end up just in a box. Everybody kind of thinks the same way. Uh, but I have some pretty good ideas. I think, I think they're good ideas. They might suck. The, I, like the nose I want to build might not get any cooling to the radiator at all, but I, in theory, in my head, it works out perfect, and it makes more <laughs> downforce than anything else down there. Uh, I also I want to try to like because you know there's rules at. And I might give it away here if anybody on this is listening to this podcast, but like so the modified rule there is it has to be a 500 pound spring minimum because they're trying to get away from bump stops and stuff. But if you pigtailed it, that's technically a 500 pound spring. Like how y'all do in the trucks and stuff and like Xfinity cars. If you pigtail that you're technically running like an 1,800-pound spring, but your wheel rate's like 20, so you could breathe on it, it'll fall on the ground. And dude, I would if I could set one of those up like that, I would lap the field in a modified race. Because it's like, I mean, I remember hearing stories back when people went... Anybody's tried that yet? No, I don't think so. I mean, if someone did, everybody would be doing it because it, it would be so much faster. And if they tried it, they just didn't really know what they were doing. Not to sound like an asshole, but I just don't think if someone figured it out and did it right, they would blow them out of the water. Hopefully their tech inspector down there doesn't hear me say this, and then I won't be able to do that whenever I do build my modified. Because when I do, I'm going to lap the field at the Snowball Derby modified race. Because it's so much fast. I remember hearing stories back in the day when people very first went to bump stops. And there was like it was like a second faster than a conventional setup. Imagine going down there and being a second faster in the field and just no one no one would know what to do about it. Because you can't just pigtail something easily. It takes a lot of time and finding the right springs and stuff. Yeah, there'd be a lot of words down there. Yeah, I had that it would be funny. They'd probably try to throw me out. Because the only way they check to see if you're uh like not using bump stops or chassis stops or anything is they put the they put like half inch plywood underneath the each tire in the front and they just stand on it like they get like four people to stand on it if it hits the ground you're legal but if i'm stopping it on the other side of the pigtail spring it might not hit the ground but i would still argue that it's still legal i don't know if you got enough people on the car it'd probably hit the ground maybe we should try this next year I don't have a. I gotta build a shop first. I got if I had a shop and I could just build it, and I had like a bunch of tools. One day I'm gonna get there. One day, one day I'll have like a really nice shop where I can just build random stuff like that. Like I want to build. I want to build the asphalt modified, and I want to build the dirt street stock really bad. I'd probably just buy dirt street stock if I have the money to buy a shop. I just buy one, but I want to build a modified because I feel like I actually know a thing or two. I don't know anything about dirt cars, but I want to drive them. My buddy Matt, or my co-host Matt, he's not here. He's in Hawaii. I don't know if I said that already. But uh, he's been looking at a mini sprint on Facebook Marketplace, and I swear he looks at it every day, and he contemplates buying it. 
And he texted me today and he's like, Micro's gone. And I was like, you had to figure it was going to be. It was a pretty nice car. <laughs> it was a decent price. Like, it's not just going to stay there forever. There'll be other ones, Matt. We'll, we'll, get a, we'll get us a good Micro and we'll go race, even though I don't know if you actually want me to drive it or not. I think he does. He wants me to find sponsors, though. But it's like, Matt, you're the marketing guy. Yeah. It's on you. You're already trying to find sponsors for the Yeah, exactly. I have, I have a hard enough time uh, doing it for NASCAR. Now, micro. How do you, how do you how do you sell? How do you try to uh, try to sell or convince someone that there's a re- return on investment in sponsoring a micro? I mean, at Millbridge, I mean they do broadcast it, and you could say, I mean, it's, I saw uh, that Jet Fitness over in Mooresville. I saw that like it was like oh, really? a full wrap on a Nick Hoffman's car, I think, out there, which huh. is kind of cool. Yeah, I wanted to go to that last week. I know, I did too. But it was I too dang cold. Yeah, well, it was too cold. And, like, it's kind of, I mean, it's probably a way from here, huh? Uh, it's about 30 minutes, I would say. Yeah, it's just too far. Hours. It's yeah. too far. And we have to find, like, someone, like, ideally you find someone to drive you out there right. who's not going to drink. And then you could drink while you're there, and then they could drive you back. Uber hasn't found that place. Oh, yeah, Uber, Uber doesn't know where Millbridge Speedway is, I don't think. And if they did... They'd be having a lot more customers. Right. Because I feel like that's like that's where all the racing people go on the week, or a lot of them do. Oh, during the week, for sure. Yeah, because, I mean, it's like the only, it's really the only racing you can go watch or during game. race season. Or live entertainment. Yeah, or yeah, live entertainment in general, really. For sure. Old Millbridge. They should start having concerts out there, bring it back like Central Texas Speedway used to. That's right. Remember when they had that Randy Rogers concert out there? Yeah. That was huge. huge. There was so many people there for the concert and not the race. <laughs> I remember, so, as Central well, Texas. probably all Texas State kids. I think a lot of, there was a lot of people from my high school. I remember, so we used to, Central Texas Speedway used to have a stage in, like, the pit area it pretty much. It was a nice stage. It was a nice stage, really nice stage. It was, like, the summer concert series they'd have out there. Out there. And we'd race, and then they'd play a concert after and during the concert, at some point, they, like, bring the drivers out and, like, give them trophies or whatever. And I remember walking up there, and I was, like, sophomore in high school and just seeing a bunch of older kids from my high school out there. And it was, like, I didn't really know what to do. It was kind of awkward. I didn't know a lot of them. <laughs> Did they say something to you the next next day at school? or Not really. I feel like they didn't, they, like, didn't. classic high school, they don't want to give anybody any recognition if they don't have to. <laughs> They don't want to try to uh, lose lose their spot in the, the social hierarchy that is a, right. a public high school. So. They just don't know, man. They don't know. They don't know about that driving in circles life. <laughs> what I was about all high school is driving in circles. But they were probably there at Coda, you know. Yeah, a bunch of people were. It's funny. Even when I go to Texas Motor Speedway sometimes, I, I guess some people are like, you know, I'm like, dripping springs. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, like I'm riding around in the truck. Uh, in like the back of the trucks when they do driver intros. Been bummed on l- that lately, so they only be doing like the top 10. Yeah. Because of the truck shortage. Like, oh, you know, yeah. dealerships don't yeah. can't get any cars, so they can't send any trucks out there. And like, I remember seeing one of the guys that used to, he actually used to run the Legends Car program at uh, Texas Motor Speedway for a little bit. And I saw him like, damn, man, no truck. 
He's like, sorry, man, only the top 15 this week. <laughs> he's like, yeah. we can't, he's like, we can't get any trucks out here. And I was like, damn. All right. But it was cold that weekend, so I wasn't too bummed. Because sometimes you ride around in those things and it's freezing. Freezing cold. Yeah. Like my first Xfinity race at Texas, it was 30 degrees outside. And riding around in that thing was brisk. <laughs> it was not good. This is it. At least you didn't have to do it in the snow. That, uh, Cup no. race two years ago. What was it? Two years ago? Oh, yeah. Martinsville? Now at Texas. Remember when they got snowed out for five days? That's right. That's right. Yeah, that's. I was so happy. I, that was when uh, I very first started coming and working for Nice, so I didn't get oh, to... Oh, that st- was that. I didn't stay for the cup race. I flew back with you guys. Remember because we... You guys we were, were camping out there, weren't they? Yeah, we were camping out there. This is actually, that was, this is actually a lot of funny stories come from oh, this. God. We had this pickle beer, or someone had it. And like they were like trying to get people I think to try it. Was your it. parents' friends. Yeah, it was my parents' friends, David and Kissy. They had it, and like they tried to get us to try it. And it was terrible. It was no good I at tried all. It you tried it. Give it the old. And uh, oh, Wally was out there asleep in the van, getting ready for the flight. We had been out here drinking for a little bit, so things were feeling pretty loose. Wally was our driver, so he was in the van. He was pretty loose too. That's why he, he was probably in the. He van. was asleep in there. The classic Wally. Maybe. And uh. Pockets just throws the beer at the van. <laughs> like, on the roof. He I hit the roof, roof perfectly. Well, I wanted to scare him because I knew he was <laughs> It was a good throw, though. It was like Tom Brady out there. He, no, it was just a toss. It was, just, it was like 30 yards it, away. Yeah. It was a good distance away. You had to throw that thing pretty hard to get it to hit the roof. If it would have hit the window, it probably would have broke. Well, I wasn't going for the window. I was going for straight up the roof. Well, I know what you were going for, but... We had been drinking for like two hours, so he could have easily hit the window too. Yeah, true that. That was pretty fun though. I remember uh, my dad made some fajitas or whatever. Oh, man, we still talking about them fajitas. I know. So I was gonna say Landon. Uh, well, he don't know. Yeah, he, I mean, he's from out here, so he he doesn't really know fajitas. He has no good taste. And he's like, man, can you ask your dad where you got that seasoning? Those fajitas were amazing. <laughs> you picked that up at like. Yeah, you can get H-E-B. it like H E B or where like so it was that I forget what kind what get that at the dollar store. Do you know what you know what brand it is? <laughs> no. The people in Texas know it's like the little seasoning bottle. It's white and it has like uh green, blue, and red on it. <laughs> it's like the lettering and the stripes or whatever that are on it. It's like called like Fiesta or something like yeah, super generic. It is Fiesta for sure. And uh super generic. He's like, Man, that's like great. I was like, man, that's pretty a standard issue for out here, I'm bud. I'm pretty sure he got his, like... He probably ordered it off Amazon. I'm pretty sure he showed it to his relatives. And, acted and like he, he got it, it for him for, like, <laughs> Christmas or something last year. <laughs> like, a Christmas gift. It's, a, it's, it's like, like a solid two ninety nine yeah, Christmas present. It's, like, <laughs> it's not, like, super gourmet. Yeah, it's this just, is, like, Dollar General stuff. Yeah, it's not. It's nothing special, but he was he was definitely, he was impressed. I always really... I held to him, man. Yeah, I, I enjoy bringing people to Texas, like, when we go to Coda and stuff, and, like, taking them to have, like, actually good food in Austin. We went to uh, Mavericks this year. Mavericks? Where the hell? Right next oh, to yeah, Ellis. in Buda? Yeah. That's See, I've never nice. been to that place. Well, we stayed across the street by, like, Arby's and stuff. No, I saw you. I'm pretty sure I saw y'all fishing in the in the pond out there. <laughs> I was I was driving out to the racetrack <laughs> for, like, Xfinity yeah. something or other, like, we were doing tech or something. Yeah. Uh, and y'all were out there fishing in the pond. Landon was out there fishing. I know Carson was fishing. Mooney was out there fishing. Uh, Carson was out there fishing. Yeah, that Mavericks place. It looks pretty cool. I'm surprised. Uh, you should ask Wally about that. Uh, 
that fishing story. See if he has a picture of Landon out there fishing. I'm sure he does. It's a good one. Really? Oh, yeah. I don't have to Classic. ask him. Oh, Wally. Wally, I don't know if he listens to the podcast, but he always comments on my Instagram. So, and whenever, was, uh, I, whenever I post the, the videos. Yeah. Oh, Wally, man. He's a. He's a character. He's an old cat. Yeah, he's been he's been around the NASCAR block. Longer than I've been alive. Really? Yeah. About. Damn. That's crazy. Like, I mean, that's I know a bunch of people like that in NASCAR. They always have all the like I said, we talk I talked about this two times ago. They have all the good stories, dude. Yeah. They have you all the good, good ones. Really story. Really good stories. I'm gonna have to bring some You're gonna have to get Wally on. I'm gonna have to get Wally some old heads on here. That would be a show. That would be a good show. Because they, they could just carry on by themselves, I think. I don't even think I have to say anything. Jimmy Fallon works in NASCAR, and he's also a local Mooresville musician. Yep. Legend. Legend. He, he gets big. I went to Big Al's and saw him play one time. Pockets was there. He had that place going. Him and uh, Little Johnny Trailer Trash is the band he plays in. He, uh, he's going down to Florida to play. Really? Like solo. So... Really? Does he do? I didn't know he does like his own thing too. Yeah, that's pretty wild. He gets, uh, he gets going. Yeah, yeah. We, we'll have to get them out here. Yeah, we'll, 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 get, we'll get him on. We'll get him on one Friday time. Friday night show or something. Yeah, we'll get, <laughs> we'll get Jimmy to play. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll get him to do the intro. Yeah, for sure. That'd be funny. Yeah, but I want, I want to get honestly, I want to get like Wally be good to have on. I want to get Mike Hillman on here. Mike Hillman Senior. Get all the Hillmans on here. Get, get, get to have a whole Hillman show, Mike, Mark, Junior, and Senior. That'd be cool. <laughs> I really, I don't know that I don't know the sons as well. I mean, I know Senior really well because I've worked with him a lot at RWR. But uh, and I, I yeah, I know which one's which. And I've worked over for a little bit at RWR. We were working on cars at Hillman Senior's chassis shop in Morrisville, so I got to meet a few of them over there. Thought I got COVID in there though, or not? I, th- I just got sick because everybody in there uh, smokes. My oh. lungs were junk after working in there a week, dude. <laughs> like I, could, I honestly, you could notice the difference because they all smoke in there. But I got—I don't know if it was that or if it was early COVID, like before COVID really out was an outbreak. I don't know. It'd be weird working in a race shop. All the guys smoking cigarettes. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, just if they all do it, I guess it's all like it's normal for them. So they really just don't care. I mean, it's, if they can keep working. <laughs> I mean, there's, they can't do that. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it was like laws. No, can't be. I feel like if it's your, if it's your they place get, of business, you can do what you want. Too distracted back there. Uh, I feel like every, not really. I mean, I don't know. It's their deal. Yeah, they could do what they want. And if they've been doing it like that for years, I'm sure they're fine with it. Getting it done. Yeah. Do they they do they do a lot of work over there at Hillman's chassis, him and Cuz. Where's that at? Uh it's in Lakeside Park. They do like like so if you knock a front clip off, they'll put a new one on for you. Like uh Mike Harmon used to take their cars over there when they need chassis work. I've seen whenever I was over there actually in like when we were working on the cup car in there, they had I saw like I think one of Gaunt Brothers cars was in there. I saw one of Brandon Brown's cars in there. I think one of Sieg's cars was in there. Brandon Brown, he's a 
he's become famous. I'm not going to go any further than that, though, because I don't want to get canceled. Uh, I'm getting after it. Yeah. But I think that does it, dude. Kind of a different episode having pockets on, but it was good. We got rolling there at the end. Yeah, we did. Uh, that's it. I'm honestly going to cut it short because I got to go work in the morning, and I want to be able to get this editing done tonight. So we will see you all next time. Uh, thank you again for Pockets for filling in for Matt. have to have him on again sometime. Yep. And uh, that does it for Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. See you all next time. Eric Estep here. This episode is brought to you by Forney Industries. Get it done with green. Forney offers a full line of welding and plasma cutting machines, metalworking accessories, and more. For do-it-yourselfers all the way to professional metalworkers, Forney has everything you need for your next project. Shop Forney's top-of-the-line products at forneyind.com. That's Forney, F-O-R-N-E-Y, ind, I-N-D.com, or at an authorized Forney dealer near you.